All right, perfect. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is your host, Rob, for Snapbacks and Flat Caps. Today, I'm joined by two guests. It's been a while. This is the first time we're doing it streaming live on Twitch. It should be fine. Uh, visuals will be available on YouTube. Audio will be available um, on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I'm joined by two people. I'm going to start with Kelly. Kelly, introduce yourself. Tell us what you do. Uh, why you're here as well. Um, I am Kelly Gray. I'm uh, an actress and presenter for my sins. And I don't actually know why I'm here. Uh, <laughs> you mm. invited me and I thought, hey, why the hell not? So I'm here to chat to you. I don't know what I've let myself in for, actually. Well. You know what might be good? I wonder if I can flip your things. Can you guys both turn your phones like that? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that is... 100% better. That is super, 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 super sexy. All right, cool. And uh, Favis, tell us who you are, man. Yo, what are we saying, guys? I'm a content creator. Been on Rob's platform before uh, in London. Out here. Well, I'll say out here. We're in lockdown. So in here, uh, living life, getting by, doing my thing, staying active. Listen, what you guys, um, you guys are both good, man. You guys... Don't worry about it. Don't look so scared. It's not an interview. Do you know what I mean? It's just a chat. Some of you more aware than others. The first thing I wanted to say is... Um, I'm going to start with you, Favis. Yeah. We're talking about lockdown. And I would say that... I think this is the most I've seen you working, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I've been looking around, seeing what's up, and, and you're, you're still doing, doing bits, man. What's, what's going on? Talk to me. Bro, it's weird, and it? It's so funny you said that. My friend literally said to me earlier today, he was like, bro, I feel like you've been more active during lockdown than mm. out of lockdown. And I'm like, and he was <laughs> serious, like how you've just said it. And I was like, bro, most of my work's gone. I'm earning less money. Like, there's no events. Most of the videos I do are for events. And he was like, I know. And I was like, I don't get it either. I, just, mm. I don't know. What, I've got like a more drive, I think, to be out even though you're not allowed to be out, but you are if it's professional, but then there's other things. So I've learned to just adapt mm -hmm. to different things. I've, you know what? I've, I've grown more in lockdown than before lockdown. You've grown more? Mm. In what 100%. way? In a way where I've gone, right, everyone's super limited right now. Um, what can you do to push yourself out your comfort zone? Mm. And, uh, you know, I've read a lot of like, books and uh videos and i've there's i've got like a long list on my notes yeah you're on your phone and your laptop yeah. your notes yeah they sync together and it's just for educational purposes there's there's motivational speakers there's uh, youtubers there's loads of like books that i've just never got around to and this list has been growing for years by the way and during lockdown <laughs> i went I'm, I'm i opened five tabs then 10 tabs then 15 tabs and then my computer started running slower. So the only way I could get myself to be running and navigating smoothly on Facebook and Twitter and all the things I want to be on is to get through those tabs. So I forced myself <laughs> to learn videos. I forced myself to watch the things I've put off for months and years. And each day I, just, I took a new like motivational video, a spiritual video, a fitness video. Mm. And then I just found myself working out more in the mornings, waking up earlier. And then I found myself taking more vitamin tablets and then found myself looking for other areas of work. And then I stopped uh, doing my normal stuff and just found myself becoming more and more active. Fuck, okay. Fucking hell, like, 
that's that's you know what that's kind of I'm not gonna lie that's kind of perfect that's really what everyone should be doing because we don't always get those chances to really slow down in that kind of way and, and find that's out. it what do you think about that Kelly that's the good thing about lockdown is because we've never had this before and it's kind of I felt like before lock before the first lockdown before last year I was actually saying to people like I feel like something needs to happen because everything is going a bit too crazy with like social media and this, that and the other. And, and I was like, something big is going to happen. I just feel like we need to stop and just chill out for a bit. Mm. And um, it was like constant, like you just felt like you weren't stopping. You were working constantly and then you weren't seeing any money and you went, I don't know what it was. I was so tired all the time. And then suddenly lockdowns happened and we, I've been guilty of it, moaning like I'm bored, I've got no money coming in, blah, blah, blah. But actually, it's given everybody a chance to sit back and actually look at a bigger picture and look at the, like the, the, the everyday things that we take for granted. I don't think people are anymore. You know, the, just being able to go to the pub and see your friends is such a, could be such a big thing when we can finally do that. Um, just going out and seeing your friends, little things like that that we just take for granted. I think everyone's learned to go. These are these are blessings, like we, <laughs> you know, and we have been taking them for granted for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, didn't is this where you came up with your your online web series? Yeah. So it was really- the thing is, I've got to be honest, you know, I seen both of them and I thought I seen this. I'm like, yo, I have to get her on to talk about this because I, I <laughs> listen, I, I don't know, like I've got some mad, mad things. And I know Faris, um, I know the sort of stuff you, you post and the sort of stuff that you talk about when it comes to dating. But I should explain. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, Kelly, I'll let you explain basically uh, what your web series <laughs> is and what it's about. Okay, so I mean, this started years ago. I did um, a six-part mini-series that I wrote, and then we put it all together called All's Fair in Love and Tinder, which was just hideous stories of, of swiping. Um, and then that was kind of put to bed. And then someone said to me, like, you need to make more of this, you know, like, do something, because there's so many funny stories out there that people can relate to. You might as well talk about it. Um, and I was going to do a vlog and I kept putting it off. And then when we went into lockdown one, I thought, oh, I've got no excuse now. I, I need to do this. Um, so I started releasing videos every week. Um, I scrapped all my Instagram and started from scratch. And it's just all now single and skint, which is what it's called. Um, and it is just about being single in my 30s, trying to make it, um, you know, just trying to live and have fun. But talking very honestly so I do swear a lot because I I naturally do I've got a potty mouth so that's just gonna happen um and just and talking about things that people don't talk about and they should you know um I mean ghosting ghosting's a massive thing and I did an episode on that and someone messaged me that hadn't spoken to for ages and was like oh my god this happens to me all the time but I'm so embarrassed of it and I'm like well, let's out them. <laughs> so have you, know? have you both been ghosted? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I don't. I don't think. I don't think I've been ghosted. So. Oh, the- Rob, go away! <laughs> <laughs> I need to explain the concepts. I'm not sure. Isn't it just like you're talking to someone and then they go, basically? basically. Yeah, they just disappear. They just right. like die. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, uh, I don't know. I didn't realize this was such a thing. It is, isn't no, it? 
listen, I don't know, man. Like, as may as some of you may or may not know, I'm out of the game, but I I definitely learned something watching your stuff, and then I watched a lot <laughs> listening to your stuff, and I'm like, how are these two not overlapped? Swear their views. So <laughs> what's let, let me let me what's your views? What's your views, fans, on dating and dating now? Because I see a lot. You post a lot about this. So, first of all, I love I love where you're going with this because it brings in what you do, which is bring people together. Mm. Uh, second of all, it's really interesting hearing her say this because someone else said to me last week, "Oh, so what is it with? Uh, can you can you do it, uh, a story talk on your Insta, please, about ghosting?" And I was like, "What?" And they were like, "Yeah, like it's literally I don't get it. Some guy's just done it to me." And I was like, "What are you on about? Is that even a thing?" But now you just made me realize like it's actually actually a thing mm-hmm. um, it's massive yeah massive but look back to your question Rob about what my views are on dating right now oh mate the pandemic lockdown I feel like everyone's thinking the same thing but not talking about it that's why I did that video of recently dating uh, in the new normal because everyone secretly well no I won't say everyone but a lot of people secretly want to mingle they secretly still want to date they know that they can't go into each other's houses and it's all of this awkward talk because no one wants to publicly say it because then they're going to get the current saying you're part of the problem and no one really is going to break rules because it but if they can they will and i know people who are and it's like it's a really weird time it's a really really weird time because it's not even so much about the law if you don't believe that you know what is a bubble for example um, you know, a bubble according to the gov.uk website is when you can exclusively team up with someone else that's not within your household. So you, does that mean you can you can legally put anyone in your bubble and then that you can legally be in your house? But then you're, you know what I mean? It's just that the rules don't really make sense. And then what you, how do you, how do you present this bubble to the law if you do get checked and how, how do you, then you can then you change your bubble? Like, do you, I mean, there's just so many things right now and I don't really know but I want to keep it real with it I think everyone should just do their thing but just be (laughs) cautious and be wary Mm. yes it's so confusing it's so confusing because I hear people and I still I know people that are still dating like they're still going Mm. out and meeting for a walk which apparently (laughs) you're allowed to do so they're going out for a walk (laughs) Well, it's fucking freezing outside freezing. and I feel the cold. So that, that doesn't work for me. Like if I, my hair gets wet, it just goes massive. Like it doesn't work for me. It's not my best look. So a first date for me to be stood out in the rain and the cold, it's not going to go down well. And plus as well, if, if someone finds out you're dating, it's kind of frowned upon as well because they're like, oh, these times you shouldn't be going out and meeting people you don't know. So what do you do? <laughs> like just end up alone and single forever. I, I, I heard um, people are meeting in the supermarket and doing it like that. Not meeting it like, not oh, randoms, but saying, oh, both of you are like, okay, yeah, I'll meet you at Astor's at one o'clock. I'll meet you, okay, cool, I'll meet you at no. That kind of thing. Apparently that's about happening. But um, you know what it is? You know what it is for me? Like, obviously this isn't really my department, but I will say something. Uh, let, me, no, no, let me ask you both a question. Okay, so Faris, what are you looking mm-hmm. for? And Kelly, what are you looking for? Uh, you go first. Uh, lady first, you answer. <laughs> lady, I haven't been called a lady for ages. Um, okay, so what am I looking for? Honestly, at my point in life now, I am looking for 
my my other half you mm. know um I am looking to kind of I, don't, I hate the term settle down because I don't think that's in my personality to ever just settle down mm. um but you know just to have someone there um I've been single for a long time and that's been a choice but now I feel like this has taught me lockdown has taught me that I'm I'm content with myself so I would like someone else to be content with me um yeah. but at this Right. No, no, wait, wait, wait. I, I just want to ask. Okay, so let me ask you two questions then. So what do you want? What are your requirements for this person? And what do you think men want? Oh, goodness. Well, I'm very ambitious. I'm very driven. So I need someone that is equally as ambitious as ambitious and driven because if someone's just like, you know, I'm happy to just, you know, work in an office I've been working right. since I was 16 so that's cool but it's not for me um so that's important I need to be I need to laugh because that's how I like to spend my days hmm. um and family orientated like family is a big thing for me so unless you know you're hot on the whole family six then it's not gonna work um what was the other question well <laughs> also what about um appearance what would you like them to look like appearance well, I've always, I've, I mean, I'm typical, tall, dark and handsome, you know, but um, I look at all my exes, they all look totally different. And I've clearly been doing it wrong with what I've been going for because they've all ended up being wankers. So I feel like I should have someone else do that for me. Like, I don't think I should really go on looks. Don't get me wrong. I think mm. physicality is so important. Like, you need to fancy someone. But if someone can really make me laugh, then they're on to a winner already. Why are they all wankers? Can we go into that? Can we speak about that? The reason why I said it, hold on. I'm just going to say one thing. You see how everyone, not everyone, some women are like, men are scumbags, men are trash. But I'm like, eh, must Because my thing is, there's like, okay, there's like, there's 8 million people in London alone, isn't it? Let's say half of them are men, 4 million. Four million of them can't be trash. Do you know what I mean? And I'm thinking, no, is it partly because I used to have this phrase of that, oh, all women are crazy. Oh, yeah, all crazy. Oh, when I date, it's crazy. Um, but I'm like, no, hold on a second. They can't all be crazy. But hold on, what have they got in common? And then I'm like, oh, oh. You. <laughs> but that's that's what you start thinking. You do start going. I'm the common denominator here. Right. But right. In all honesty, I have the worst luck with me. Like the I worst luck. Listen, I've seen I've seen that all fair like, in London Tinder. I don't know, man. <laughs> some of them, some of them I don't think are uh, to give Faris up to speed. I mean, there's a few different scenarios. One of them is the sweaty guy, some guy turns up super sweaty, then there's a guy who turns up and he's and he's super short, which he ran from, which I thought you should have given him a chance. Uh who else we got in there? Then we had the guy and they kind of disappeared. And then we had another Okay, let's, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Let's, let's tell you about the most recent one, which oh, is okay. horrendous. Okay, I don't know if you've seen it on my blog. Um, he calls him the flower fairy. So, oh, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I work in a gym in central London, and suddenly every Wednesday, yeah. I started receiving bouquets of flowers. Like, it was beautiful, and little poems and stuff, and giving me clues as to who he was said that we dated in the past and everything. He was giving me those clues and he was like, I want to rekindle an old flame. I was like, this is lovely. This went on for three months. Three months, right? And we went into the second lockdown uh, during this 
he made an Instagram profile calling himself the single instinct flower fairy and sent me some flower emojis, okay? Right. Then he started like, actually communicating with me. I still had no idea who he was. And my friends were like, how do you not know? And um, he's told you you dated. And I'm like, yeah, but he's told me it's between eight and 10 years ago. Um, and I've gone through a list. I had a list of people and I was like, married, 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 can't be them, can't be them. So I couldn't figure out who it was. Anyway, we were about to meet up. We were having this whole thing. It was all going to be, everything was vlogged. Everything was recorded. But we were going to meet. And the day before, he had actually sent me a picture. And he said it was his sister. And I thought, I can do some digging here. So I looked um, for this picture on Instagram because there was a location. Found her. Looked on her Instagram and there was no brother. So I was like, what's happened here? So I messaged him and said, like, what's the crap here? Because I found your sister, but there's no brother. And he disappeared. The single skin flower fairy, literally, like, he deleted the, the whole Instagram profile. He vanished. Um, I was devastated. I had no idea what happened. I was like, someone's taken me for a fool. Like, they've spent hundreds of pounds at this point sending me flowers every week. And now I found out I've been catfish or someone's playing a big joke on me. So I was heartbroken at this point. And then I find out who it was because the police got involved and all this stuff. And I did know who he was. He was married. He got married last May. So I didn't ask for this. Like, I didn't go out searching for this. He made contact with me. He sent me flowers. He sent me the poems. And he was married. Early, early wedding. Last year. So you kind of go like, I'm not, I'm really not going out looking for this, but the guys that I tend to meet or that come up to me end up being married, having girlfriends. Uh, and you just... hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's, let's wheel it back. Okay. I'm going right. to let Faris respond to that because I'm, okay. I'm going to talk a little bit. Go on, Faris, you respond to that. What, what's your thoughts on that? Oh, you are, bro. <laughs> oh, I don't know what to say. That's, I was so involved in that story and just listening. I was like... <laughs> Oh my god, this is like a horror. It's like romantic, then it felt a bit horror, then it felt a bit like uh, what like, I can't believe guys do this stuff, man. <laughs> like fair play to the effort. I mean, but why would you make that effort, spend your time, effort, and money if you're married to do that to someone? Right. And then um, something. Because that's what it was. Like it was mad. But do you think he actually yeah. um like had feelings for you or do you, do, you, do you think he was playing a game on you? I don't think, you know, do you think he was really playing a game on you? I honestly don't know who would spend that much money and put in that much effort. Um, one week I got a massive box just full of chocolate and sweets and like all this sort of stuff. But I, I, it was just, it was weird. He spent I, so much hold money. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I, can I, uh? one more question. I just wanted to ask, how, how did you find out who it was? Ah, because I'm a woman and we are detectives, okay? So he, sure? he had told me, because I, I literally sat there and I went through all our conversations. I was like, right, there's got to be a clue in here that I'm missing. <laughs> so he told me what golf club he played at. So I put that into Instagram mm. and I thought, right, it's only got something like 500 followers. So let's see if I can recognise anyone. First person that comes up is this guy that I date years ago and I was like hey, he's married it can't be him anyway then I put his name into Google and looked at his LinkedIn profile 
and he had told me his birth date, birth date match. On one of the boxes that he sent me, um, there was um, like a return address postcode. So not an actual address, but just a postcode on the box because he reused this box. The postcode matched his business. So I was like, there you go. I found out who you are. And I messaged him and was like, the police are involved. And I told him that the police had told me. They hadn't, they couldn't because of fucking data protection. But um, he then, he just admitted hold, it. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Can, can I look at this from a different angle? So how long ago did you speak to this guy, realistically? This ended two days before Christmas. <laughs> so bad. Oh, right. is that when you were dating him on Christmas? We weren't dating, like, we were about to meet, we were meeting. Oh, no, 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 I mean, like, you know, like, years before you knew it was him. Oh, years ago. Um, Yeah, it was, like, eight years ago. It's a long time ago. How did it end? Well, we just went out once, but I wasn't, I was kind of like, fuck girl Kelly and having a great time and just didn't want anything. Mm. And that was it. So we only went out once. But he was a thick guy, like, he was nice, he was funny. There was nothing wrong with him. It was just, I wasn't in the right place back then. <laughs> um, ah, hold on. So, um, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. This is an alternative point of view, controversial point of view, unpopular opinion. Do you think that maybe he was getting a bit bored of his wife and man was looking for like a little extracurricular activity and a thought, okay, let me just get this started and this would be a... A good little yeah. um, side, side side thing to get to get going, maybe I don't know. Quite possibly, but why? Like he knew that I was vlogging this every week. It was mm. going on my blog every week, and he didn't back off. It was so weird, so weird. Where do you? So okay. yeah, Rob, yeah. That's the I'm, kind of guys that I attract. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not. I mean, I've heard some stories, but that is that's not. It's not great. Yeah, it's not great, man. It's not no. great. Okay, that was my other question. What do you what do you think that what do you think men want? Oh god, that's like the age-old question. That's um <laughs> I, I don't know. I I, I don't understand. Oh, well, I, I don't get it anymore. Like I I don't know. Because I I'll date someone and think, oh, they want they want something long term, right. but then it turns out they don't. Uh-huh. So I have my radar's completely off. Okay. I have no idea. Okay. Let me put a pin in that. Faris, what do you think women want? And and then I'm gonna give you my responses on this one. I think everyone wants different things though. I don't think like each Okay, let me let want... me rephrase it. Let me rephrase it. Kelly, you're looking settled down. Faris, I don't know if you are, but at the moment I can't imagine it's the top of your priority list. Mm. Um but let's say hypothetically each opposite sex is looking for a relationship, long-term, serious thing, maybe maybe babies, maybe marriage. What do you think they're looking for in the opposite sex then? Okay, so, okay, when they're ready to settle down, you think? Yeah. You ask them. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, respect, honesty. Uh, Hold on, is this what women are looking for in guys or, or which way is it? Oh, well, this is what I think what women are looking for. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think they're looking for when they're ready. So when they when they've kind of figured themselves out, they've had some jobs, had some boyfriends, late twenties, maybe early thirties. I think when they're ready to settle down, they they know they are in their head. Then when they stop going out less and they start taking them more seriously, I think they're looking for respect, honesty, loyalty, commitment, 
Um, and a, honestly, I, I know, I think girls will, will tell people they think, oh, someone ambitious, someone tall, someone who looks after his, his health, someone who's chasing success, wealth. But I think, honestly, um, those guys don't often have the traits such as commitment, trust, loyalty. So what happens is a lot of girls will think they want this like 10, 10 perfect hustle guy who wants to be a millionaire. But really, they settle for someone who they just find the traits like trustworthy. And that, that could just be like, a, like an average Joe, like someone who's just got good traits, average job, normal job, not, isn't like tall, hench looking. And that's okay. Is that right, Kelly? I totally agree. Is yeah, that, I totally right, agree. Yeah? Okay. I think I think girls go through um they go through like phases. So when they're mm. in their sort of late teens and twenties, it's very much about the buff guy with with the tats and the muscles and goes to the gym and wants to make sure his money and show off. But then they get to their thirties and it's a it's like almost sorry my series comes to me and then it's a completely different story in their 30s in their 30s they want someone who they can trust who they can rely on who they can make a future with they can see as the father of their kids mm. um and it's very oh, it's very different traits you know um i don't now i'm totally put off the, the big buff gym bunny guy i don't like that whereas my ex he was a bodybuilder. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, it's my whole look on what I want has changed in, a, in like five, six years. Hold on. I'm dying to, I'm dying to you know, I have a lot of thoughts in it and I don't really want to offend anyone. So I'm just like, yo. Okay, so. It's about that time. People know it's about that time. Okay, so basically, I think you're both half right. I think, in my opinion, yeah. So I think, personally, the guys that you're describing, Kelly and Faris, these kind of, let's call them chads, isn't it? Chads, you know, popular, good-looking bodies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like, I don't feel like they're as available for the sort of stuff that women want as women get older. They may no, they not don't want commitment, whatever. The, and not only that, the competition's fierce. And not only that, when you're in your 20s, you have more options, generally, I think, especially as a woman. But then as you get older, I think your options, you want someone more of a safe bet. But however, if you want someone who's a safe bet, you still need someone that you desire because desire plays a part into it. So even though they might have the qualities of someone who is, oh, reliable and, and, and safe and, oh, he'd be good, he'd be that, you still need something there. But the problem is those kind of top, top, top tier guys who have the mix of both, they usually get snapped up quickly or their range is a lot bigger of who they want to choose from, right? So I don't know. It's just, I mean, there's definitely, and then back to Faris's point as well, there's definitely qualities. There's definitely qualities that men look for in a woman. It's quite interesting though. Neither of you mentioned appearance at all. Um, but character is important. I know, Farris, you mentioned honesty and all this and commitment. I don't, to be honest, generally, I don't, I don't think you, you need to, like, commitment is not a, a huge, like, that's, to be honest, that's, like, more of a standard, isn't it? Like, I don't think, I think women's opinion of commitment is definitely different from guys. And I don't think it's something that you need to require because most of the time if they're in that headspace they'll automatically give it that makes sense wait, wait wait you don't think women want commitment from a man 
No, no, no. Let me rephrase. I mean that women <laughs> won't commit for man, but I'm saying that they fucking how am I putting it? Like you said that women want commitment from a man. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's fine. But that's the standard. That's just a given. They're, they're expected, of course, he's going to commit to him. But they're more serious about commitment as opposed to guys are in general. But if you're saying that men are looking for commitment in women, that's a different story. Because really, oh, I don't know how to put it. Basically, it's not like a huge thing. Like for men, he, men are just like, yeah, standard, obviously, like for her to commit. But it's not, it's not their driving force. So, like, usually a driving force, generally speaking, for women is based around the relationship and it's not so much of the men. Men are usually based on their purpose. Like, someone like you, I know very well, and you're, you're, you're very focused on your purpose. So, okay, I, I can't, I get, they have to just get on board with that. And to a okay, extent. I get you now. I get you. First, I was like, what? Because you asked me, what do women want? in men in my opinion and the first thing that popped up was commitment but now you said that i understand because i have seen some videos that are like a guy who is driven on his purpose needs to find a girl who aligns with that vision yeah which is what i think you're yeah 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 and i think yeah. some of the mistakes that guys make when they're younger is is they make women the forefront and really mm -hmm. you shouldn't you should work on making the qualities building your own qualities you know character integrity mm -hmm. uh, career ambition etc um, no, hundred percent. And then all those things do follow because you'll never get a guy, a top top. When I say a top tier guy, I'm some. I'm saying like someone's got their shit together, has a certain level of quality, who's in demand in many different ways. You'll never see him short of options for women at all. But it's about who he chooses to be his wife or the mother of his kids. Now that is very, very, very stringent. That uh, that list. My list is mad. My, my list in myself is mad long, isn't it? And man's engaged, so I'm kind of I kind of know what I'm talking about on that one. So mm. you know what I mean. But a lot, a lot no. of it, a lot of it's trial and error. But I think that I do say that what women say they want and what they actually want are very different. I just yeah. okay. I'll give you. Hey. I just want a nice guy. Okay, cool. We got John here. John's like not the most attractive guy. John's not the tallest guy. Ah, oh, there's no spark with John. But scumbag number two over here. Ah, oh, yeah, there's a spark. So I'm gonna go after spark. But the game's not based on sympathy, ladies and gentlemen. If you didn't know this already, I feel like watching what I watch because I know, like, I don't know what your situation is, Faz, and I don't want to beat you up. But I'm thinking from what I know and what I see and all the rest of it, I don't think there should be a shortage of women for a guy like you. And when I say that, I say that because of your character, your career. But I know you spoke to me before about friend zones. Mm. But to me, friend zones can be simplified. How I think, think about the friend zone is simple, okay? Let's say, for example, mm. we've got a guy and a girl here. So let's say, for example, Faris likes Kelly. Mm. What Faris should be doing, shooting a shot, Kelly's going to be like, yes or no. Okay, and then depending mm. on what Kelly said, depending on her response, is how you should respond. It should be simple. It's how simple it should be. You should just go after what yeah. you want. And that's it. But however, that being said, some guys don't shoot their shot. The girl still knows they like him and they just like having him there. Because usually what happens is yeah. a guy shoots his shot. And when I mean not in subliminal, straight up like, yo, man's on this thing or whatever way you want to put it. And then she says yes or no. If she says yes, cool, boom, it's good. If she says no, it's still good because then at least you know where you stand. You can go about doing what you're doing, whatever. So when you go about doing whatever, what usually happens is 
oh, we never hang out anymore. Oh, we don't, we're not far. Oh, never, we're not far. Oh, we're not friends no more. You know, you got a little girlfriend. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Because you are now unattainable. Now you've taken the control of your, the decision in your life. Mm. I don't know. Friend, friend, friend zone is a dead zone, bro. Don't waste your time out there. No, <laughs> you simplified it so well as well because you basically said it's the guy's job to make to make a move, but then it's the girl's job to make it clear if she's interested or not. Then, no, then there's no such confusion in the friend zone. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I think people can people make it too confusing now. There's and there's too many options for people. They've sure. got all these freaking date sites and stuff, and it's been made too easy. Um, if, mm. if something's not working or if, if someone has got one thing that they don't like about them, they can just go back on their phone and search for someone else. Whereas before, back like years ago, you would have gone up to someone in a bar, made that effort to talk to them, gone out of your way to do that. And so you've already committed a little bit to the cause. So later on when you're texting and everything, you want it to work. Whereas when you're mm. swiping, I, 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 I think that's only I think that's only partly true. And the reason why I say that is because real real guys, real dons, they go hard for what they really want. So he could be talking to eight different girls. If you're the one he's interested in, he'll go hard for you and 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 allow these other girls. But I think the issue is that it's it's the Premier League, you know. There's there's ten teams, <laughs> ten top teams in the Premier League. Everyone has to compete for their spot. And I feel like if the qualities if uh, if his favourite has all the qualities he desires or enough of the qualities he desires, he'll make that choice to pursue her. But I think like, what's happened is that I feel like how some women interact with guys, it can come across a little, a little bit too available. And that's really off, like super off-putting for guys. I don't know about, I don't know about you guys, but from my previous experience way back when, like if she was too on it or nah, it's just like, yeah. Nah. This this now, nah, isn't it? Bro, it's never it's, it's always one or the other, and it's so annoying. It's literally like when they're too on it, like I can relate right now, yeah, as a single guy doing his thing, feeling quite good. Like I'd say like I'm in one of my best phases of my life at the moment. So you shine inwardly in it differently when you glow and you go out, you talk to people, they see that you're happy and then you attract more. I can honestly say the ones that are too keen, you're just instantly like Oh, uh, you're not on it. But then it's the ones that are. Then there's the ones that play it too hard to get. So it's like you can never find the right one, bro. I feel, no, no. You know what it is? It's you've got. Uh, I feel like everyone else relies too much on uh, everyone else's feelings and everyone else's actions. You can't control other people's feelings and actions. You know. Yeah. You can only control yours. So you need to like what I was saying earlier about the friend zone. You should just control yours in a sense of if you want something, go for it. Obviously, don't be attacking people and that, but. Go, go for it. And then if it runs, it runs. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But only worry about what you can control. Because when you start thinking about other people and then people, it's, it's just too messy, isn't it? And it's just wasting time, isn't it? None, no one here is getting any younger, isn't it? Like, let's, let's get it, it? it moving. And I think yeah. that's another thing. If you set your intentions out, I think Kelly, for example, I know, you know what? I've seen some of these dates, these love and Tinder dates. And to be honest, I don't think they're that bad. I've had worse ones than that. <laughs> you can say that though you're all engaged and loved up and shit yeah but no, I had to, yeah. I had to you know, what's, what's the female's question about the kissing the frogs I started to do all of that to get to where I'm at you know what I mean <laughs> so, but I don't think some of them that bad man I think they're alright 
you know you should have been there <laughs> I, think it's, I know obviously it's exaggerated for like a comic effect and whatever yeah. but i definitely think there was some yeah. different advice. but the thing is yeah i don't i was about to say i know you i know you kelly but i don't know you know you like that but what i will say is your environment doesn't help because like, what sorry your environment doesn't help oh, okay because not the lockdown environment i know like um like how many guys do you know how many straight single guys do you know you've hit the nail on the head because all my friends are gay men right. <laughs> no, and, and i'll be honest like, man it's, it's, it's hard work approaching and talking to a girl who's already got bag of man around her so vis- visually you yeah. don't know yet already if these guys who these guys are and then you might pick up on it on conversation or interactions that you know they're mm-hmm they butter their toast on the other side but it's still it can still be quite intimidating but that being said if i was you personally i'd be what actually what was the what would be the oldest guy you would date uh, you know what i don't have a thing with age like i i honestly it's not something i worry about mm. so i i would go younger i would go older like obviously not too young but um <laughs> not too old mm. <laughs> I don't really, it's not the first question I ask anyone. Um, so because, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, because based on what you want, I imagine the best thing for you to do is to get someone who's like 42. I mean, that's quite specific. Yeah, absolutely. 40s, because the reason why I said that, but that being said, the yeah. top tier Donnies who are in their 40s already snapped up. Do you know what I'm saying? But mm. I don't know. But I feel like that's what I would do. And it, I don't know, like I, I'm, I'm not in the habit of hunting men in it. But <laughs> I would say the locations you go to get them plays a big part into it. And the people you speak to as well and, and all this no, kind of true. stuff, you know? It's about putting yourself in the right environments. I know Faris is in some mad environments right now, boy. So I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna go into him. Yours is definitely a single guy environment. So... Um, no, but, no, but it's true. Even before lockdown, yeah, before the world of pandemic, I can't be, like, I realised like I'm always moaning about catching feelings for the wrong girls but then i'm going to parties raves and festivals like what what kind of girls am i going to find there do you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's well, it. I, well that's it i mean and that's and that's you know i'm glad you said that as well it's about that's a huge point depending on what you're looking for i remember this old things like oh you can't wife a girl from the club and all these old kind mm. of things at the moment but realistically that plays a big part into it because i'm not saying you can't find love on all these dating apps but it's about how things are executed but the problem is if you're a woman and you're meeting someone on a dating app and on the first date, you're like, yo, so basically I'm looking to get married. So what's going on, Steve? What's, what's, what's going on? What's happening? Are we, are we doing this or what? Obviously, that could scare the guy off. But there's ways to go about it. Do you know mm. what I mean? You've got to draw them in, innit? And then you've got to know, this is why I asked my earlier question about, do you know what men want? Because men usually want someone who's feminine, who can like... Like, I don't know, someone who's not bait for a start, who's not bait, who's not, who's quite feminine, who's got probably the same values as them. Because um, if they're looking at them for someone who want, they want to be their wife or a mother of their kids, because those are the serious things, right? They, I feel like women think that men don't think like that. Like we do, we, we're like, mm, no, because X, Y, and Z. Like my list was mad long. You don't even want to know what my list was. But <laughs> I feel like women think that men are just very basic. Like there's another thing that I always that's always quite interesting to me is the kind of finance aspect of things. So if you're 
earning like amazing money, for example, Kelly, do you think that plays a part into, into dating at all? And when I mean amazing money, I'm like big boy money, like six figures. Do you think men care um, about that, basically? I think some men do. Like when I, when I tell guys what I do for a living, I'm an actress. They're like, oh, well, do you, do you actually like make money from that? And I'm like, yes, I make more money in a day than you do in a year, so shut up. Right, but, yeah. but they automatically they they go oh you you haven't got any money and that's a real turn off for me and I'm like but you have no idea you have no idea like uh, what I do and I how I live you, my life I, I don't know I would think that oh, my thing is with that it's like at least you're uh, at least you're working you're work, working actress and to me as long as she's working I'm kind of fine but I would never if if it was the other end of the spectrum and she earned crazy, crazy money, that doesn't improve her attractiveness for me. That doesn't, what does that do? Well, I don't think so. I don't think so. But I've heard a lot lately, a lot of guys. Um, and I've, I've listened to some like guy podcasts as well. And they say that the one thing they're really attracted to is that the woman's really high up in her role and has got that power behind her and stuff. And I keep hearing this at the moment. Um, and I think that's great, you know, anyone that works hard and is driven to get to those places in life. Mm. But if you're judging someone on that, then there's a problem. Like I don't go I don't, the, I don't, like, I don't sort of the first thing I say to a guy is also how much money do you make? Um, I know there are girls that do that and they normally hang out with Mayfair, but I, you know, like, well, you know why that is, right? That's to do. That's more to do with security. Women want security, and if you're looking for a future with someone, you need to know they have some sort of level of security. Because if you if you're looking for a future with someone, you're looking to have a baby with someone or family with someone. She could be out of the whack for like a year, be just being pregnant or being on maternity. So whatever he earns is going to make a difference. Because at one stage, there might only be one of them working. So I understand their level of security. And most yeah. women don't want to pay significant bills after after they're pregnant like they just after they have a kid like they just don't want to do it so i get why they do it so when i turn to when i speak about career and women's career and women's money it's important but it's not important i don't think it's important to men because some men think like well if i'm having a family with you it don't matter because you're going to be out for potentially a year or two years so yeah you know i don't know what do you think Faris? Bro, when you said the Mayfair thing, I'm just like thinking like, <laughs> oh my God, like I know so many girls who go out in Mayfair and then you just spun my mentality because I was like, in my head, I was like thinking, no, they go there because they want to go to classy events. They want to dress up nice. They want to be seen in high profile <laughs> venues. But I'm like, oh my God, when you actually yep. deep it, why are they actually going to of these course. places? That's where footballers go, it's where stars go. Exactly. And the thing is, that's fine, isn't it? Because that's another thing women yeah. are attracted to. Women are attracted, of course, to, to money or security, and they're also attracted to social status. So this is why yeah, you, Farris, because exactly. Farish, you've got mad social status. So really, like, you'd be getting top-tier birds, basically, right? Because the so it plays a huge part in it, especially now, isn't it? Like, social what? status, security, money, ambition, um, confidence, all these things... So this is why I always like, actually someone before used to say to me, actually, he's a five of accessories, which means that he's not, he says he's not that great looking. He's quite short, but he's got good money. He's got a yard, like he's got ambition and purpose and, you know. All right, all right, all right, so 
let's use the the May for example. Yeah, mm-hmm. these girls when when they find these footballers, rappers, VIP tables, ballers, high yeah, profile yeah. social status guys, do you, are they going out just to quickly get wiped up, or, or or are they going just to experience that? Um, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a woman who's in that environment, but I would say it depends because. It depends on what their motives are. It depends what their motives are, but usually it can only be a it can only be a boost for them because if they only want to use them for a night, then they get all the benefits mm. of partying, being seen with a footballer, being taken to mm. certain, certain things. And also, you got to remember footballers and all those kind of people, rappers, whoever you want to call it, mm. they have a huge range of women to choose from. So if you pick, if a woman gets chosen by a rapper, a woman feels quote-unquote special because, oh, oh, he can yeah. choose all of these and he chose me it's like i had a conversation with someone before and pardon my language to the ladies and that in the room but we we're saying <laughs> being there's being there's banging famous people like make you less of a holding than banging johns basically so meaning if all the guys that you've slept with as a woman mm. are mm. like high level rappers or they're footballers <laughs> or they're this yeah. and this and this and this is it somehow better than sleeping with a bunch of just John, Stephen, Chad, Tyrone or whatever, because somehow it does, because some are doing it with their chest. They're like, yeah, like, oh, like, yeah. So who did I hear before? Someone's like, oh yeah, I sleep with Floyd Mayweather, like with her fucking chest. I'm like, yo, like no one cares, big man, innit? But it's, it's more to do with the fact is because these guys are somebody, they have status, they have money, they feel special because yeah. Oh, he can choose. He's got his choice of all these guys, and he chose me. So I'm a top tier thing. Yeah, but the thing is, isn't it? There's a difference between relationship and sex. Some some girls are great for sex, but mm. after them, but I feel like sometimes there's a bit of an overlap. Thinking that some women think that oh, because he wants to have sex with me, that somehow makes me like it. Don't mean nothing. Like some guys are just gonna just just smash anything. Pardon my language, but there you go. That- what you just said is the key point of of my complex. You've solved it without meaning to. My, I was now starting to question why do these girls dress up nice in their young twenties, going to Mayfair, VIP clubs, venues, and then I remembered so many examples in these circles I'm in. I get that insight to what you just said, and I, you know I know footballers, rappers, and uh, entrepreneurs and influencers who have got with these kind of girls, and it crosses over they start seeing that person and they brought that girl into their world. Mm. So regardless of You think that's of an accident? That you think that's not planned? You don't think like that? These girls are definitely putting themselves in these environments. You've got, you know, women are very, women are very, they very, know what they're, doing. they're very intelligent. They know exactly. They know what they're doing, especially now the kind of women that are out there now. They're just trying to, trying to get the bag. They're trying to get to someone who's getting the bag. I mean, obviously, some people uh, do their own thing and hustle and, and are independent in their own right, but... Uh, do you know what annoys me? Yeah. You know what I, guys that I know, in, like, like the ones I just mentioned, they say it with chess. I respect the guys because they say, I'm going out, I'm wearing an iced out Rolex because I've got a blue tick, I've got a million followers, and yes, I want to be single and I enjoy it and I'm going to go out to this event and meet paintings, yeah? I wish more girls came out and said it with chess. I'm going out tonight to look good because I know that Floyd Moy- uh, Mayweather is going to be there. And I know that I'm probably going to be hotter than the majority of the girls in this venue because I want to get his attention. Like, then I, it would blow my mind if girls started talking like that. I would literally be understanding. Some of them the do. Some of them do. Some of them are like, I- I've heard of a situation. They're like, yo, like, take us here because this is where all the footballers are. We want to bag some footballers. Is it? Because yeah. I mean, 
you know, women aren't as innocent as, as you think, Faris, unfortunately. They're scumbags, just like the rest of us. Isn't that right, Kelly? <laughs> I just like to say I am not a scumbag. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you know what, though? You could flip it around because I have seen, I, I, I know of an instance at the moment of someone I know who's in her early 20s dating a man who's mid-60s. Yeah, she's a sugar baby. She's a sugar baby. Multi, <laughs> multi-millionaire, yeah, yeah, okay? Yeah. Now, I'm How many times sorry, have she gone to Dubai? <laughs> but, but look how stupid he is. I mean, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, but that's fine. But he's getting into that. He's getting into he's that arrangement winning. because for his own self. He looks, he looks like a dickhead. He looks like an old pervert, basically. Right. But looks, what does that hold on? Hold on, hold on. But what? Oh, no, 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 I'm not taking that. But what does that make her? Then? If he's an old pervert and she's thing, what does oh, that no, make I'm her? Just, no, I completely agree. I'm just flipping it on its side. Yeah, but I, when I look at men like that, and I go. You do realise yeah, only but you've got to realise that you noticed as well. He might look like an old pervert, but would you say he was a multi-millionaire? See, women don't care about that. You've got to remember that when women date older guys, they expect them to have some sort of status and some sort of money. So things get overlooked. So it doesn't matter really what he looks like. Like I said, five accessories. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter because it don't, haven't you ever found it? I, I used to work with this girl and she was like 21 and she used to date this guy who's in his 40s or 40s or 50s, I don't know, he's like in his 40s. And she said, it's not about the money. I got, But he was retired from whatever he, he was doing. And it's just like, okay, but he don't work for Tesco's driving a van, does he, sweetheart? So, <laughs> you know what I mean? You think, like, you don't have to lie to me. I don't care, innit? Like, I, but I know, you know what it is, common that. And that's nothing wrong with that. But you have to accept that. Yeah. What This is why it goes back to what men want and what women want. <laughs> women do not care, innit? If you're if you're top, uh, hang on, hang on. Rob, so, oh, Rob Wise, you know, Rob Wise. Ev- everyone, beard gang, white wisdom. Uh? Everyone's very. And different. actually, it's funny. Actually, you're right. Someone just said in the comments. Listen, you're right, and I'll give you the perfect example. Farish, you know Wayne Lineker. You see his mm. post. Obviously, his yeah, big yeah. post on the the yeah, yeah. what he wanted. And I have yeah. no problem with that. I had no. I. <laughs> I wanted to, sp- I'll explain basically. I haven't got the post Kelly, but basically essentially what it is, is uh, Faris knows this, uh, this gentleman who owns some clubs in Ibiza and he, he's looking for, uh, he, he's so, Wait, he's looking, Wait, Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was looking for uh, a lady or whatever. And he said, he'd rather date someone a bit younger than him, had a couple <laughs> of requirements of like what, what the setup would be dating him. And I was like, yeah, cool. And the thing is, oh, she's ran off. Yeah, no, because the thing is, he said, you know, I won't get into what he said, but it just basically is like, you know, this kind of age bracket, this is what you'd be doing. This is kind of the setup. This is our, this is what to expect in a relationship. Mm. And some women are like, oh my God, how can you do this and this and this? Look, man has mad value, mad value. So you're telling me women aren't going to want to be attracted to that and want to be involved in, in that. Come on now. It's just like, uh, it's just like people get proper offended. Look, I'm sorry, but if I'm, I don't know how old my man is, but if I was in my fifties and I was single and I'm 
58. And I'm established. I got myself some nice businesses. I still look okay. You know what I mean? Of course, I'm not going to go and get myself a 50-year-old woman. I'll be getting myself a 25-year-old or a 30-year-old. Is what it is. Like, come on now. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh it's what I be doing. You're out there fast, so a little smile on that in the corner. Oh no, no, because I love how honest you are, isn't it? Like you're just saying it how it is, like you're not beating around the bush and you're you're it's easy to judge someone when you're when you're when they've got the heat and you're not in that situation. But if you were in that situation, there's a lot of people who would secretly go, you know what, I'll do this. And it's not only that, it's supply and demand. People wouldn't be putting out this kind of information if there wasn't a demand for it. Do you know what I mean? So if there wasn't mm. women who'd be like, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah, like, yeah sure, yeah, why not? yeah, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. what it is? So why is the guy the bad guy in this situation? Because there's always why, going to be demands. So many young girls up for it. <laughs> like I could, I, I mean, I'm not. I'm trying to think of someone who's. I don't know. Like one of my dad's friends is in his sixties. Man mm. could chop his wife in for two twenty-five year olds. Like is what it is. Like if he's because at that kind of age, you remember as well. It, I know it's quite confusing because there's so much. There's so much more money at the moment, especially being influencers, being mm. rappers, and all these guys are fairly young. So there's a lot of money there. But really, the real long-term money gets made by the time you're in your 40s or in your 50s or whatever, right? Yeah. So I think like there's a bit of a construct here that sometimes, sometimes, sometimes and some women think that, okay, by 30, he should have this amount of money and this kind of car, et cetera, et cetera. When really, mm. to earn real money, before men earn real, real money, it's usually in their like, 40s, really. Well, I don't know. Kelly, I know you're dying to say something now. I could see it. No, no, not <laughs> at all. I, it's, it's interesting to like hear your spin on it. And I, 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 I do think that everyone is after something different. Like that's the whole, that's why we're all so, so different people, you know, and it would be mm. awful if we were all the same and that all women wanted that, you know, the old multi-millionaire man that's going to die any day now. Like it would be awful if we were all that person because then what would happen? Like it would just crumble. Um, and it's just funny to to hear different sides of it, you know, um, because I I look at the women and go, oh my God, this is ridiculous. And I also look at the men and think, oh my God, this is fucking ridiculous. You just look ridiculous. Um, but I understand it. Mm. Not for me, but I understand it. They they want an easy life, you know? They don't have to work. They can just... I feel like they do those kind of relationships. They are, everyone thinks it's one way. It's not. They both people get things from each other. Right. So. Which is sad because it then becomes more of a, a working relationship. Really. Why is there sites like sugar daddy and.com and sugar babies and all this kind of stuff then? It's a working relationship. It's becoming, I actually feel like as, as a human race, we're becoming so um, what's the word? like negotiable with things you know it's all very much <laughs> transactional like, yeah i mean transactional. Well, life, transactional well life is about compromises and, and and transactions in a way anyway you know buying a twix is a deal yeah but you know what i mean yeah but you not, not transactional like, transactional as in like hey tell you what buy me that dress i'll suck your pop like that's <laughs> prostitution <laughs> That's not the transactional way I want to live. With someone for it to technically be prostitution. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's prostitutes out there that charge for things without sleeping. I'm not aware of what prostitutes do, and they don't. You know what, though? You know, these, in the modern day generation, mm. with apps and, like you said, the sugar daddy website, wherever, you have to respect people more for knowing exactly what the deal is 
putting themselves forward and saying, this is what I want from you. And then being like, yeah, cool. This is what I want for you. Isn't that being a lot more real and open than trying to manipulate each other? Yeah. I feel, I feel I'm, not, I'm not judging them. I'm not. Like if they want to do that, that's absolutely cool. It's not for me. Like, hmm. But what I'm, the point I'm trying to put across is I'm not judging them for that. I just think it's sad that we're becoming like yeah. so well. much about more deals. Whereas we're not, we're not talking from the heart anymore. We're not working from the heart. We're not using real emotions. We're no, you're right, so yeah. much, mm. you know, and that's the sad thing. It, mm. And that's what makes me sad. Even dating sites, I find that, that whole thing is just so, I do it because it's the way you do things now. I don't enjoy it. It's sad. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, Rob, I have more respect for a girl who is on sugardaddy.com and doing it with chess and doesn't want love from a man and or even want to sleep with them, just wants to be taken out to a nice restaurant, then a girl who isn't on sugardaddy.com but is going to Mayfair every weekend to do the same thing but low-key and mm. uses her charm to her advantage to her neighbour or in the office at work because she knows her boss fancies her a bit and then she gets him to do stuff and pay for things. But yeah, I, well, that, is, I, that is worse to me. It is. I, and I understand. You know what it is, is? And part of the problem is the men. And the reason why I say that is because, like I said, the supply and the demand. Like, if there wasn't men like this to gas them up, this is why you got OnlyFans. Do you know what I mean? OnlyFans is out here and it's just like, if there were, everyone's like, oh, OnlyFans. Eh? Yeah, but if there wasn't a demand for OnlyFans, OnlyFans wouldn't exist, would it, really? So, but it's it's just, I feel so many people as well, they, um, they, I don't know, they fucking just, they base too, especially some men, they base too many of their decisions, their actions and their motives around women. And you shouldn't do that. Like, it's not that deep. Like, just do what you want to do, innit? Don't do it for the sake of capping for someone else because yeah. that's what I notice is a lot of what's happening in the uh, in the industry at the in the industry at the moment with just like when, look. Let me just simplify it. As someone who is in a relationship, when you're not bothered about trying to get in with a woman, your relationship with her is completely different. Completely, it's madness. It's it's just bonkers. Or even not even the possibility of something happening is crazy. I cannot, I cannot stress that enough. They don't want you to win out here, though, to be fair. Wait, how do you mean? You mean like when you're friends with someone? I'll give you an example. I know someone who I went bait out and his whole energy changes when a woman's around. And a woman might be his friend, but I think because there's a possibility that something might happen, he yeah. might hold back on what he really wants to say or what he really thinks of her opinion. And so you see him do it all the time? Yeah, so he's pandering to her yeah. in hope of getting the non. So what to me that's not a man with integrity, in it, to be honest. Like that makes me question your character as a man. You can't just do things for the sake of what uh, what another person and more specifically what a woman would think of you or the possibility of something might happen. That's interesting. Because happens, half of me agrees. Half of me thinks, no, nah, you you gotta be yourself all the time, unapologetically. Mm. And if anything, that will attract the woman. But then the other half of me is like, do you tone down certain things that you would say in front of your boys that you wouldn't say in oh, front that's, of girls? That's a different conversation. But I'm saying that would you... Obviously, there's conversations you have with like your, your male mates that you wouldn't have. Yeah. Sure. But 
It's about if you just like say for example you and Kelly are here now and you guys mm. are talking about things, but you guys are discussing it and you guys are disagreeing with stuff. Mm. You're not worried about what she thinks of you to that kind of aspect because you okay. guys need to to talk and debate about stuff, right? But yeah. some guys are like, "Oh, I'm getting a vibe. Man might get be able to get it in there, so let me just yeah, yeah, like oh. to her and be like, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. I get you, I get you, yeah, yeah, hundred hundred percent, babes, hundred percent, yeah." There's guys like that. You know what, though? I think sometimes that happens. Like, I've done it before where I've gone on a date with someone and uh, oh, wait, I wait, like let me, them. No, no, let me stop right there. You're on a date with them. That's completely different. Because that's just, that's a that's a situation of romantic already. I'm talking about just a girl you. and a guy and him trying to get the potential of it. Right. Because okay. already you kind of already know in it there's some sort of thing there something yeah. like yeah so romantic involvement or potential or both are attracted to each other it's different so you already know i'm talking about i know what you mean again because there's like random dons out here who are breaking their back for any susan basically <laughs> on a day you're already trying to meet halfway to make sure it doesn't go pear-shaped because mm-hmm. there's already some kind of interest but there's some guys on on a daily basis they will um it's simple the right word <laughs> You know, when they simp over a girl, it means that they're willing to do anything to kind of. Well, that's it. That's exactly the word I was, I was, I was alluding to. Yeah. Yeah. No. One of them. Remember, I said I had a list of educational things. You're going to laugh, but we're being real here. So I I mentioned the fitness, the spiritual. One of them was like friend zone videos, bro. Because I just got friend zone, and I was annoyed about it, and I wanted to learn the psychology behind it. And I learned loads, believe it or not. So I'm glad I did it. But the word that popped up they used was simp. They were like, there's a difference between a guy who is putting himself out there to make effort with a girl, but then and a guy who is just molding to everything she is saying to make yourself available for her whenever she's free to say everything she agrees on, just for the sake of trying to get her. And that is what a simp is. I learned what the simp was. Yeah, because respect is a lot, and also you don't owe. You're basically doing extraordinary things for someone. Who, who doesn't not deserve it that's not the right word maybe who doesn't even who doesn't even hasn't even established that you're doing a yeah. bunch of stuff for a stranger just on the potential that you might get something into you're compromising yourself look i mean some people aren't afraid to be dis. some people are too afraid of being disliked i don't give a fuck so i'm here like i'm saying what i'm saying so if you don't like me with what i'm saying then call cool, it like I, I still sleep mm. at night but i feel some people are so the validation they get from other people, especially women, is so mad that it controls their whole life. You can't do that. Validation comes from within. I always say that. I think that's something we can all learn while we're in lockdown. Like, yeah, validation comes to, from within, exactly. You, you know, love yourself a bit more. Respect yourself a bit more. Well, that's, well, that's you, Go on. What are you saying, Rob? People should validate themselves. Is that like an accepting thing? Like yeah, a so people thing? should... Yeah, people should... You should know that, you, yeah, you should know about, you shouldn't seek approval of other people all the time, like all the time. Like you shouldn't just, why? Because then you're, someone else is always in charge of your, someone else is always in charge of your feelings, yeah. your emotions and the rest of it. Mm-hmm. It's not, because then you, where does it stop as well? That's a, hor- that's a horrible um, place to be as well. Because you're constantly, you just don't feel happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've been there, bro. Problem is as well is social media is all about validation. Mm. Yeah, like people put up pictures for yeah. likes, they put up pictures for followers. It's all validation from others. 
which is so unhealthy. Um, and that, you know, it's, it's not a good place to be in. But it's the world we live in, Rob. It is. So what's going on, Kelly? We're going to find you a, a guy. What's, what, what are your requirements again? Let me write them down. I'm going to find you someone, uh, some <laughs> decent guy. I mean, do you mind if he's married or not? Because all the decent guys I know are married. So. Well, to be fair, they'd be right up my street then because the only guys that ever approached me. So. It's... <laughs> I know, oh, so they must be they must be greedy then no because it's quite interesting actually even it's i think i spoke about this with someone else even when i look around the kind of guys i know who are in a relationship are the most solid like solid guys and i don't mean safe and stable like that i mean in the sense of like what their character is like and it's crazy because the unstable people that i know they're the ones not in relationships so i'm definitely seeing some sort of pattern mm. sort of pattern here i hear <laughs> I don't know. I think like I don't know. I think if I don't know. Well, actually, then put that. Do you want my advice, Kelly? I don't know because some some people. I, I ask people if they I want my like advice. This one safe side. It's like a disclaimer. Yeah. Uh? Well, go go for it. I mean, I think, this is what I would do if I was Kelly. This is what I would do. Yeah. First of all, I'd I'd put myself in a in a better environment in the sense of an environment where I'm more likely to meet you know, successful, good quality dudes, right? So get yourself down a golf club. Yeah. Get yourself down a golf club. Some real dudes down there. Get yourself down a golf <laughs> club. Uh, hit, I reckon, don't deal with any boys. Anyone under 35, no, they're out in my opinion, unless they're really on something. Um, mm-hmm. Do you mind Do you mind if they've, they've got kids or anything like that? Or is that a, a deal breaker? I would prefer it if they didn't, you okay. know, just extra baggage. But, you know, hey... Okay. Um, do you want someone you've been married already? Not really. Okay, I'll so you let me. I'm trying to get a vibe on your thing. So you want someone who's not been married already, someone who doesn't have kids, someone who's not a scumbag or a dickhead, uh, someone who's tall, dark, and handsome. Is that right? That's well, uh, that's. How tall are you, Kelly? By the way, Roughly. five five. Okay, so you're quite small. So you can have anyone over five seven, really. Anything, anything, yeah. anything like yeah. I think seven, five seven and above, right? Yeah. So, golf clubs. No, not married currently or previously. No kids. Okay. Um, someone really. Let's say someone about five eight. Let's get a good distance there. Um, mm, I don't, see, even the guy. I'm telling you, the guys I know. I'm thinking like, yo, they're. Uh, I don't know. They're involved. You know, if you don't mind being, if they're like involved and it's like secret relationship, no, is that, oh, that's out. Um, not for me. It's not for me. And then, someone who probably want, and then someone probably who wants to get married and stuff. But this is the thing as well. I was thinking about this. If it's kind of mad when you think about it, because hold on, how old are you, Kelly? You're 34. I don't talk about this. <laughs> What's that? Oh, yeah. Right, you're 30s. Let's, let's just say I'm in my 30s, yeah. Okay, so you're in the 30s. So I'm trying to think of the timeline. I kind of get, I've heard of some other situations before. I get, I really understand women a little more because in your, I know when people are like, oh, I'm in my 30s. I'm like, yeah, calm down in it. But I'm thinking like a guy. I need to don't think like yeah. a guy. I need to think like a, a woman. Because if I'm thinking, think of it as that way around. Imagine this, Faris. Imagine you only had, up until you're 38 to have a kid, if you wanted to have a kid, for example. Because after then, it's high risk, right? Um, and then, obviously, you might want to spend a few years with someone. Then you, you may or may not want to get married. Then that's something else. And then there's going to be a point where you might not be working as much. So you want someone who's stable and all this. So it'd be like, would you be really on it? If you were, if you had the woman biology of the, lim- the woman biology and limitations, 
Would you be? Oh, yeah. at what age? Thirty-eight. Yeah, I think it's thirty-eight. Because after this, no, I mean, mean, to be honest, like women are having kids now. Like we've uh, completely evolved. I was reading about it the other day. Women have completely evolved because we're now having careers and stuff. Women are having babies later, so it's actually the age has gone up. So women are having babies still in their early forties. Yeah, but it's high which, risk from thirty-eight. It's still yeah, it's, high, yeah. it's well, it's a higher risk, but not high risk. So it's higher, is it? It's a higher. High, it's a higher. There's always a risk, but it's a higher risk. So it's not like uh-huh. if you get pregnant oh, at 38, it's gonna, you know. It's well, they call you geriatric bad. mothers. If you're 38, you're a geriatric mother. Uh, that's ger- the yeah, term. which is horrendous. It's horrendous. That's such an awful term. Well, I think um, I, 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 well, I don't know. I don't really know, but I know that. But, but then again. If, so that's crazy. So okay, sorry, I cut you off. Sorry, Kelly. Go on, continue. Um, I think that I think that was kind of it. Yeah, oh. like women are just having babies older. I know my cousin had a baby at forty. Oh, um, you know, and like a lot of a lot of my friends are, you know, sort of older and only starting now to maybe settle down, and and they're all still. I've got a couple of friends that are frozen in their eggs oh, um, because they don't. They don't want babies at the moment, and right, they're worried. Right. So two years time. I do have to ask. Them. You see the women that you know who are in that kind of bracket that we spoke about. What are the guys like that they're with? Um, like you know, they've got a good career behind them because they've kind of waited as well. They've worked, and then they've got to like their early forties, and then decided that they wanted to meet someone. They're, they're not like, you know, your sort of guy next door. They're not absolutely frigging gorgeous or anything, but they're good looking. Like, they're just decent guys. They're nice guys, mm. um, you know, that have got a good career behind them. They're not swimming in cash, but they can support you. Like, they, they're, they're a nice, a good egg, you know? Ah, good eggs. Yeah. I mean, good eggs, good eggs. but I always believe nice guys do finish last. They do. I think. Oh uh, no, he's right, man. No, because no. All I'm saying is, I've spent some time being a scumbag in the streets and that. And, well, I've been. Uh, my, I've spent my time being the nice guy, so we're like from opposite ends of the game. No, but you got to remember, <laughs> nice. Look, the thing. There's a big difference between nice guys and there's not. I think some people think there's nice guys and there's scumbags. There's not. There's an in between. And being a scumbag isn't about literally being a scumbag. It's just about mm. not taking shit. Knowing what your boundaries are, not letting anyone cross your boundaries, not letting other people validate you. There's this combination yeah. of things. A nice guy no, on the spectrum where they're like, they don't want to upset anyone and they don't want to cause a riff and they're thinking too much about everyone else's feelings. But at the end of the day, you're born alone, you die alone, innit? So really, you need to really think about yourself in certain situations, especially if someone's crossing your boundaries and taking the piss out of you. You need to check your own moral compass, innit? Yeah, but you need to remember it's about... Yeah, yeah, your own moral compass and just not what, not being afraid of being disliked. Because I feel like that's one of the nice guys' fears. They feel like they're going to be disliked or feel like they're going to be, feel like they, I don't know. They, I don't know what it is. I'm not really a nice guy, so I don't know. But it's just about, yeah, just don't keep on compromising yourself. And it's, it's a lot of it is about putting people's other needs multiple times against yours especially people like we said earlier who don't actually really deserve that to be fair so um, but usually what does happen is that you know, women do end up with some nice guys but 
I don't know. That's, that's kind of fine, but but you know what you know what it is in there. When they end up with nice guys, you know that's not that, that's not a first draft pick. You know what I mean? It's like, Ooh, a, like a second painful, draft pick man. usually. I, I, I think I, sometimes I, it is. Sometimes it is. <laughs> oh, I hate to be that man. You know, yeah, because you know you have some people who like. Some oh. I'm not I sound like I'm women hating, but I'm not. It's not supposed to come across like that. But it's just like women, um, some women like they have someone, they date all the scumbags, and then they'll know someone or they might meet someone and not really give them a chance. But now they finish with all the scumbags, they're like, Yeah, let me go and give Steve a chance. Uh yeah, Steve's always been good to me. Steve's a good guy, he'll look after me. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's a bump. I would never want to be someone's second draft pick. Like I couldn't, and but the problem is, the problem stems as well from the guys themselves. I'm not trying to blame the women. It's the guys aren't standing up for themselves, and and not working on themselves and making them better and working on themselves emotionally as well. That's what's going to happen to you. You need to get woke. The game is not based on sympathy. That is straight fact. You know what though, Rob? That That's kind of implies wisdom. that everyone eventually ends up where they're meant to be anyway. Then because the girls they didn't get number one. And they sort of settled for him. And then if he, even if he's a second option, he clearly didn't make himself the guy his potential could have been. So he kind of has to, he, you know, like the premiership reference you made, mm. he's in the championship. He got relegated. He couldn't get back in the Prem. And then the girl who also couldn't get back in the Prem settled for him. So it's like everyone gets who they want. They so do. Well, not, yeah, and also as well, but with that as well, it's, it's like, oh... <laughs> uh... And to be well, honest, well, it, like, I sound, no, like, this is going to sound hella chauvinistic, but I'm going to say it. But he's not going to get her when she's top tier, innit? She's got, he's going to got her when she's been run through by Bear Man, Bear <laughs> Footballers in Mayfair, as you mentioned earlier, who, where she's been, and I don't, I mean emotionally it's as true. well. I don't mean just physically, I mean emotionally. Like emotionally, she's been, she might have had her own personal traumas of relationships and whatnot. And now you don't get her when she's. Oh, I hear you laughing. It's like. Oh, oh, Rob. Oh, God. <laughs> Rob, my battery's dying and I've got no charger. Oh, my days. So it's not is... working. Um, it's uh, not working. Well, I don't know. I just... I, I, I don't know what to say. No, you didn't you, say man. anything wrong there. You, you didn't say anything wrong there, Rob. Like, he, what he's saying is, he's saying it in, like, a no-filter way, but what he's essentially saying is, you know, when a girl is in her prime and she's getting all the attention in the world, and every guy wants her, when the, when the clubs are closing, and she's now not in her 20s, and she's now in her 30s, and the rappers and the footballers that she was chasing are now settled for other female rappers or female footballers, eventually she's realised she wasn't meant to be wife by them. And then Dave, who wanted to take her on a date earlier in her 20s, so she parted off, is now you know not swimming in money, as you said, but he can look after her. And now she might give him a chance and that's the chance he was waiting for. And then everyone is happily ever after. Always remember though, women control access to sex, men control access to marriage. That's what it is. Some people choose not to get married, but okay, now let me rephrase that. A woman says she's choosing not to get married. That's fine. But if no one's asked you, how, how's that a choice? Do you see what I'm saying? That's, that's what it's about because it takes someone like Faris or myself to get down on one knee and ask a woman to marry her. So until women start turning around and getting on one knee and asking guys to marry them, then we're, we're running that department. Yeah. So it's yeah. not for everyone though. But you're, you're no, doing it, right? Yeah, you're going. 
Mate, my charger, I'm on 2%, and I'm worried that it's going to die, and you'll think that I've run away from you, and I haven't. I've really enjoyed it. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's been a great chat. Uh? It's been a great chat, you know. It's, it's, it has. It's been it's interesting. Really I mean, I'm trying to think if I can say some... I think if Kelly goes with, with her charger dying, I'm thinking, is there some more unfiltered stuff I can say just to Faris? Man to man. <laughs> You know I'm gonna watch this though, right? And if you say anything, <laughs> no, you can't, I am you coming say. after you. I'm <laughs> coming after you, Rob. You gotta leave the country to come and get me. So because I'm not even in the country, so you know. Boys oh, typical. <laughs> right. Well, I am gonna have to go, boys. It's been interesting, Kelly. It's been interesting. I hope you've learned something from uh, these young gentlemen. I definitely. I definitely have. I think I'm going to become a lesbian. Right. Stay woke. <laughs> Stay woke, Kelly. Stay woke, as always. Let me... All right, guys. God bless. See you later. Oh, wait. Have I kicked her out? Ah! I don't know. I'm still here. Oh, I'll I'll stop. Hold on. Let me remove her. There we go. Uh... Hey! Oh, no. Wait. I don't want to report her. Hold on. She wasn't that bad. Hold on. Hello, hello. Hold on, let me just, I'm going to re rethink this. So let me just change up the view. I'm just saying, man, you just, I think everyone needs to get woke out here. People need to get woke. And uh, I think I think that's the best way to to answer that, to be honest, man, because you're, you're out here living your best life. So, hold on. So, but to be fair, no, no, I wanted to say to you, like, yeah, you've been killing it lately, man. So really, I've been watching the, the work, man. I'm loving the work, man. You've been killing it. No, nah, um, love, bro. I just wanted to give you your, your props for that, man. Like, I, I know you don't need my validation, but it's, no, it's, it's an earlier conversation. I mean, I feel like it's always good to, to let people know, innit? Like, oh, no, like, bro. In the DMs, like, be real with people and just tell them, like, yeah, like, I'll fuck with what, you, what you're doing, innit? Like, so, for sure. No. Uh, let me just ease this up there. There we go. Yeah, man. So I thought I'd just, I'd just share that with you. And I heard you learned something because actually, no, you know what? Someone was asking me about to ask you about Bali date or something. Oh, yeah. Is it? What, <laughs> that is what, jokes. I did see it, but I'm like, is that so? What happened with the girl from there? Well, uh, I messaged her after, like, after we filmed that episode because yeah, actually, obviously, like, I didn't expect to win it. <laughs> I just came on it for a laugh great content get out of the house lockdown the producers are really cool i like the concept of the show i went along he was like you're gonna wear a ballet you're gonna answer some questions and uh a ballet queen is gonna pick uh one out of the three guys and you're gonna be one of the three so we went uh did a lie detector test the answer some questions bit of banter and then i won and then uh, she picked me and then we got on well and then um i just i just the producer was like oi have you been talking to your ballet queen i was like Oh no, I didn't know if it was like a thing, innit? If it was just for the show or if it was just like a real. He was like, bro, chat to your belly queen now. She's I've bigged you up to her. And I was like, so I dropped her DM, we got talking, and uh she's actually a cool girl. Like she's nice. Like we actually, you know what, that that show, it subliminally connected us a little. Do you know what I mean? You know when yeah, it's a bit like deeper, it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you both go on a show and you win it and you both get coupled. It's hard not to use that as a way to like connect a jump start. In, Yes, in real life. Mm. Um, and then in the DMs, we got chatting. She was asking about what I do. She checked out like my profile, asked about other things. I was then just saying to her, like, yo, um, this was right before we went into the last lockdown, you know. 
But you know when they said uh, restaurants and bars will be closing midnight, and yeah. then on the last day everyone was going. That's when I was. That's when I just came up on the show. So I messaged her and I was like, "Oh, it's, it's we're going in lockdown," and she was like, "I might come London tomorrow." I was like, it's the last chance to do something. If you are in London, drop me a message. Uh, she was like, I definitely will. Um, she bottled it because she then cancelled on her mate and then she never came to London. Then we went into lockdown. So I haven't spoken to her. But no, no I spoke, we, we spoke once, like two weeks ago. I was like, yeah, you wish you came, you wish you came now, innit, to London? Yeah. Because now we're in oh, she's not from London. Where's she from? Uh, Cambridge or Kent, somewhere like an hour or two out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she was, she, she was like, oh my God, I really wish I came to London. Uh, I miss going out and I was like yeah yeah you should have come we could have chilled hung out yeah. we could have gone somewhere now look we're in lockdown always take your chances in life would you <laughs> ever go on like Love that. Island? Oh. the reason I ask that because there's some because oh I didn't ask Kelly but Kelly was on dinner date before and I feel like there's a, yeah there's a few other shows I mean I'm not like I'm single and stuff but I think Love Island would make more sense just as a boost for career as well because when you look at someone like Josh Denzel and what he's done mm. for him on top of what he was already doing, it does yeah. make you think, you know? It you just got to know how to play think. the game, though. That's what I mean. You have to go in with a game plan. You have to... But think of how much you're sacrificing, bro. Your 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 family life, your personal life, your your the things that you just want to keep personal. Do you know what I mean? Like, your life comes out, your relationships come out. Um, you have to get physically in shape. You have to, like then start to think about everything you want to do but then it's almost like isn't that what we're aiming for to get to mm. that level so it's such a catch-22 this just played from my head many times believe me like I've, I've got to the stage where friends don't just say go on it bro you'd be sick on it I've got to the stage where like I know casting producers for it and I'm like oh is it a lot more possible than I thought like should I do it like you said we're not getting younger late 20s now I'm like oh is it something that I should consider? But you know what? I'm a big believer in what meant, what's meant to happen will happen. So I love the idea of applying for something mm. and then moving on in my life. I would never put all my eggs in one basket. Yeah, I would yeah, never for sure. Go, I'm the same. You know I mean, I would, sure. I would never go, oh, I need to be a million subscribers to, to be successful. Oh, I need a, a blue tick. Oh, I, I need to be on Love Island to uh, have a career. I will do what I'm doing always anyway, all the time anyway. And then along the way, whatever opportunity parts you buy, oh, apply for that. Oh, let me see if I can do that. Let me give that a go. Mm. If it doesn't work out, I'm doing what I'm doing anyway. Just always mm. keep it moving. Yeah, it's good. That's a good attitude to have, man, for sure, because mm. I think that's going to really set you apart. Some people get really obsessed with one thing. They're like, okay, I need to apply for this. And yeah. this is the only thing. And you, you can't live life like that. And I think lockdowns one of those things that have showed us that, that, I'm, I'd just say yes to everything, to be honest, especially with how the industry is. I'd just say yes to everything. And then, Why not? those who come back with like, okay, this is when we're doing it or this is when we're filming or this is how much it is, then I can mm. figure out a way to put it in the schedule. But 100%. usually things take ages to get off the ground anyway. That's what I'm saying. So, bro, for like, I, 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 you know, I've been in this for a few years now since I graduated in this media, climbing the ladder, the ladder and people have always said, oh, you need a goal, bro. Like, you're just, you're floating. And it's always played in the back of my mind, like, oh, I don't have a goal. What's my vision? But doors kept opening. Mm. So it was almost like those with a goal, it's like a blessing. Is it, is it a curse or a blessing? Because it's like, you know where you want to be so badly that you won't settle for anything but that. So you know which direction exactly to head towards. It might be an ambitious direction, but at least you know which way you're, you're navigating your career and your life and your journey, yeah? Um, which I've never had. <laughs> but mm. I've always just been 
hungry to hustle, constantly grind, follow my curiosity and create projects that I'm passionate about. It's it, over the last year or two, I've stopped trying to find a goal and forcing a goal because I'm just creating a narrative in my head because I think people need a goal. So, mm-hmm. and I'm doing all right for someone who doesn't have a goal. So I'm okay constantly taking each day, week, month, year as it goes with what's in front of me and focusing in the present moment. Okay, I know these people. This is where my life's taken me. I need to work with these brands. Okay, this is currently what's happening in the world. So this is a relevant topic to discuss on my side. That's how I've always been. For example, I met this girl and she was a musician. And I was like, oh, what do you want to do? Where do you want to end up? She was like, oh, I want to sell out the O2. I was like, oh, sick. That's sick. But then like, like that again, is that good or bad? Because you could be a musician who's found their sound, created a niche and gets paid to do what they love and has a successful career. But if you say I just want to sell out the O2, well, that's quite an ambitious goal. Yeah. So it's like, do you know what I mean? Like, will you not be happy unless you sell out the O2? Like, yeah. What, and I think, what about and Wembley? It, yeah, it does. It does cloud your vision a little bit as well. But I always say that as long as you progress year on year, I think month on month is too ambitious. But I think if you progress year on year, if you're in a better position next year than you were last year, then that's what it's about yeah. going in the right direction. And it's about doing, like you're saying, it's about, because like I'm not on radio anymore, but I'm like, I'm doing this other thing. I'm working with Twitch now. So it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. So I'm still doing something. And then even, and also you can probably tell in your gut as well about certain things. After a while, you'll be doing things for a while. And then you're going to be like, mm, I don't know. I'm not really as passionate about this anymore. Then you start looking at other things and then things usually just come. Yeah. Usually when they're meant to come as well. So, but I think do people, I think, like I said, social media doesn't really help about everyone's always glowing up, but no one shows, like everyone says, no one posts their failures, isn't it? So, hundred percent. Does it bother you personally, like when you're on social? Because you're you're always active, you're busy, you've always been consistent with your thing. But yeah. has it bothered you seeing uh, social or someone with more clout or someone with a goal doing it? Or have you always believed in your source to just care about what's in your lane? I think I've seen some people because there's some people who do similar stuff to me, but then there's someone who does things like I consider what you do completely different to what I do. Yeah, so, like, same. So I'm not like really, I'm not, I don't feel like you're stealing any work from me because I'm like, that's not really my field, in it? Like, I don't really mm-hmm. do that, right? But yeah. then the stuff that I'm doing is kind of, I'm trying to do a lot more off my own back now because you can't really repl- rely too much on other people, especially how the industry is. I mean, you're quite fortunate because you work with events and you work with brands. And when it comes to events and brands, mm-hmm. they have like a, a better budget or they're a bit more thing. But when you're working with, the UK scene that I found is it's hard work in it. Like, and I don't ever want to yeah. have to feel there's a way where you have to try and convince someone to pay you what you're worth, for example. Cause to me, I'm like, no, it's, yeah. it's just, it's just bonkers. That makes no sense to me. Right. Because it's like this thing, big nasty was saying when he did ZZ Mills interview was that he, they said, Oh, we're going to pay you. I think it was like four grand for, for every episode of the big nasty show. And he goes, what's the budget? He goes, okay. And then they go, okay, we're going to pay you six. He's like, okay, what's the budget? And they kept on refusing to answer the question. So they kept on just upping the money because. What was this? It was a show that. Uh, it's the big nasty show. So this, this happened. Yeah, this, this, the channel four went to big yeah. nasty and they're like, okay, we're going to give you, I think it was like three grand per episode. So he yeah. came back and he said, what's the budget? And they go, okay, we're going to give you five grand per episode, etc." So he kept on going up. So he ended up getting like 10 grand an episode purely on the fact of him knowing what his worth was and knowing that their reluctance to tell their, him what the budget was, was the fact of they were basically bumping him. Oh my days. 
Is that a true story? Is yeah. that like public? Yeah, that came out of his mouth. Yeah, it came out of his mouth. Yeah. That's all. Oh, that's I'm, I'm. You're clued up in in uh, like culture UK scene, which is like I'm not, which is good because I learn things from people like you. But that's mad because I, yeah. I know him as well. But that here to hear that story is like. I was thinking, why does he keep saying, what's the budget? What's the budget? They're telling him what the budget is, but they're not. They're telling him what they're willing to pay him, isn't it? That's it. <laughs> so and that's the, the thing is, mad. And, and think people, people will always pay if they think you're good enough. That's the bottom line. So I feel like, don't ever feel like, I've been in situations where people are like convincing me why they shouldn't pay me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like we agreed to, especially if we agreed something before we agreed something and now you're trying to tell me because your situation has changed. Like for an event, if you're doing it, if someone's doing an event and the event doesn't mm. do as well as they imagined, okay, that's mm. fine, big man. That's not my problem. Like we agreed on this amount of money just because the event didn't sell out or you didn't sell enough tickets. It's got nothing to do with me, bro. I come, I did my job. We agreed a price and that's, and that's it. But people will use excuses like this. 100% bro. There's been like, uh, festivals that are big mainstream festivals that have like just chucked me a press pass and I've done jobs for free because I'm just like gas to be there mm. and then there's been little festivals uh, in small cities around the UK who have paid me nicely to come with a cameraman and produce a video and do some interviews because they like what I bring mm. so it, it's almost like they have a much smaller budget obviously than a mainstream festival who could easily pay me to come do my thing for pennies and know that I'll passionately smash it for them and do a good job but the cl- the smaller festival clearly valued me and knew me more and followed my journey and wanted me there so that, so you know I felt deep but they were willing to pay it but at the same time it's like it's, it proves your point what you're saying you know like if someone really values you and your craft and what you bring to the table you won't need to sell yourself man they'll be like cool like how much do you how much do you charge cool let's do it you know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's about, like I said, just kind of saying, and that's another thing why I say yes to everything because I got an offer when I, because I'm not in the UK at the moment. I don't know if you know this, but I'm not in the UK. Where are right you? Now. I'm in Malta. So oh, I'm that's heading, all right, eh? I'm heading up, uh, yeah, I'm doing, I'm working, doing some work in iGaming, uh, setting up, setting up oh, a streaming sick. site and stuff like that. Um, I'll, I'll send it to you actually. Um, not bad yeah. during the pandemic. Of course, like, listen, I'm Rob White. Rob White always get, gets what he wants. Uh, so, uh, yeah, no, no. But the thing is, it's like, so someone messaged me about some work in London. Now, obviously, I'm not in London, but I'm like, okay, let's find out what's up. So mm. I messaged them back and I said, yeah, cool. Give me some details. What's the budget? They're like, oh, because they approached me and they said, oh, I think you'll be really good for this thing or whatever. I was like, all right, cool. They gave me a little bit of information about it. I go, cool. What's the budget? I already knew there wasn't going to be a budget, bro. I knew. You know, when someone approaches you in a certain way, <laughs> you can I, just tell, I just it? So I said, all right, send me what the budget is. He comes back, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's not a budget at the moment or whatever. I go, cool, no problem. Thanks for the offer. But no, I'm not doing anything like that. That's it. So I don't feel a type of way about it because I, before I used to feel a type of way, I feel guilty because it's like, these, this is a, it sounds like a project like I would be involved in, but I can't keep on dedicating my time to stuff which isn't gonna fucking even pay my water bill. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, trust it, me. <laughs> it's just so, it's just like, I, I want to like, and that's what I used to do a lot of time because I started, I didn't like, I didn't really have the experience. So I just had to do whatever to try and get to, just to build up the experience. So I was happy to do it. But now I'm like, nah, big man, man's interviewed them honcho, man's glowed up. Man's got pictures of Craig David. Don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, nah, but you know what I mean? I'm guessing, but you know, there's enough of a, 
there's enough of a catalog there which says yeah like you know i can do this job and the fact that you've approached me yeah. you know i can do this job but and there's the way as well he's like oh we haven't got a budget for hosts four hosts in it so you've got a budget for other people but you ain't got yeah. hosts. So i'm like that's, that's peak okay, cool. i'm like, like cool like this is what it is but that is and also i said to be honest depending on who it is sometimes it can be a little bit insulting because i'm like of course come on man like i i know you in it especially the guys simple. who are like look bro i, I know you got that paper in it like come on now you you're you <laughs> might be a, uh you might be a guy who's got the paper or or a platform who's got the paper and i'm like really and you're saying nah bro nah mm. But anyway, 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 anyway. But um, I won't keep it too long, man. But I thought it would be good for just to kind of catch up anyway, because um, yeah. uh, now that I've obviously scared off Kelly, because I think I feel like um, uh, maybe I was a little <laughs> bit too too blunt. But I'm just keeping it real, man. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm yeah. like me. I'm I, I'm happy in it, so I want other people to be happy. So I'm just trying to share yeah. my knowledge, and hopefully that helps. Yeah, yeah, of course. Then. I don't know. Man's got a sweet one already, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to let you go and do your thing. Appreciate you coming in and talk, man. It was fun. It was interesting. Yeah. It was nice. Two people who don't know each other. Yeah. Thing. But it was crazy. Yeah, she she knows Heather. So I thought you guys might already knew each other because of Heather. No. So. Mad. Mad. Bring, bring your people together from day one, man. From day one. But I'm going to let you go, man. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Paris Stingray on Instagram. I've actually linked your stuff on here. I've got a few people in the chat checking. You might get a couple of new follows coming Love. in DMs. So uh, yeah, man. Thanks for your time, man. Hope you had a hope you had an interesting evening. And uh, take care and wear your mask, stay two feet, and don't listen to Boris. <laughs> Bro, love for that. Yeah. It was actually really good being on there, man. So thanks for having me, man. I had a no worries, man. And have a good evening. Yeah, I'll chat to you Peace. soon. Peace. Love.